Warning, the following program has been rated M for mature due to language, vulgarity, and sexual innuendo. Welcome to the highlight of your week. They are the truth seekers looking to change the world for the better. Using the latest research and groundbreaking science, they seek to inform the simpletons. They dream of a day filled with gays, where women get paid like dicks and religion doesn't try to fuck kids. They are the intellectual saviors! Prepare yourself for atrociousness. All phasers set to fuck. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. I'm one of your hosts, Eric, and I am Michael. Oh, we're back. We we took a little bit of time off. Ah, week and a half. That's pretty pretty standard for us. Right in time for election. Um, yeah. How do you feel about this, dude? Have you been keeping up with any of the polling or the? Um, no, because I don't really. You know, I after the last election, I don't trust any of it. Yeah, I'm kind of with you, but it's still, it's like one of those things where I can't help myself. You know, they go over the numbers like every night on the, uh, on the cable news shows and stuff. And yeah, the, the one thing I do know is apparently like early voting has surged big time. Yeah, they're showing, um, and a lot of the, the, the more important states like, you know, Texas, Georgia, and some of the ones where they have pretty tight race well maybe not as tight in texas but like young voter turnout which is basically they categorize it as 18 to 29 here in texas in early voting it was up now this is you know early voting numbers um from 2016 by over 400 percent jesus yeah so i could only think that that has to favor um beto it's not going to help in the governor race or anything like that because the Democrats have a terrible candidate here. Yeah. That, I mean, that's the problem with Texas. I mean, and you know this because you lived here for so long. It's like I always vote. And I know you used to be kind of like fuck voting. And I don't totally blame you because it seemed pretty pointless living here. But the Democrats just don't put out candidates that are very inspiring <laughs> a lot of the times. It's just some old fuck who has been in politics forever, and he's like, eh, it's my turn. I'm going to take a stab at it. I mean, I know a few years ago, and oh, my God, I just had a, one of those old men moments. Um, I can't think of her name, but we had the uh, the blonde girl who stood in the pink shoes and did the, you know. Oh, yeah, when they were trying to do that abortion shit. And <laughs> yeah. Filibustered she all night. She filibustered it, and she got big prominent over that, and then she ran. And of course, she lost soundly. But um, that was she was like the one candidate that was had like a little bit of recognition and got pumped up. Um, God, man, I can't think of her name off the top of my head right now. But other than that, there's just it's just this influx of nobody cares type candidates that don't inspire people to go out and vote. And in a state like Texas, which has of all the states, we are fiftieth in voter turnout, and that's not because people in this state don't give a shit. I mean, 
of course, most people don't give a shit in this country anyway, but it's mostly because we have the most suppressive voter laws. So, yep. And then not only that, but it's so, this is the most probably heavily gerrymandered state. Um, it's, it's, I mean, look, it's one of those yeah. things we've talked about several times. So I go into it again, but you know, if you want to get the people off their ass to care, to go out and make sure that they're in the system and they have what they need to vote and to vote, you need a candidate that's inspiring. And Beto O'Rourke has done that in this state. I still think he's going to lose because yeah, there's just too much against him. Um, it's just the Republican machine in this state is just, I mean, like I said, I know gerrymandering has nothing to do on a statewide election, but it somewhat does because the people in charge of these precincts and stuff, it, it's a trickle-down effect um, because it doesn't work in finance, but it does work in voter suppression. And they are able to, you know, cull the, uh, the rolls and get people off they want. And, you know, and they've changed up the laws with the voter ID this year, which I think I brought up before, which is this is a fun factor, Texas. You can use your concealed handgun carry license to vote, but you can't use a student ID from a college. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that it makes sense. They're like, oh yeah, the gun carrier is going to be Republican. The college student who's educated is probably not. So yeah, it's like whatever. I mean, it is what it is. But because of things like that, I don't think he's going to be able to pull it out. But you never know. I mean. I would say I'm optimistic, but I'd be lying. <laughs> but I think it's going to be very close. I think he's scaring the shit out of Cruz and the Republicans. You know, there's no doubt about it. If he was a candidate in any other state, I would think that he would easily win. Because the dude's awesome. I, I was able, me and the wife went and saw him speak at a local college a few weeks back. And, I mean, he's so overly positive, And he actually ha- talks about issues and ideas and he actually like there's things that he brought up i'd never really heard of before and i'm like "Eh, that's a really solid idea i've never you know heard someone's take on that before um so he's not just a bunch of fluff i mean the dude's got something but this is just such a wretched asshole state that they can't have anyone decent you know represent them um i saw someone tweet like this is texas's chance to finally you know, get off having the reputation of being like, you know, state full of right wing cocksuckers or something. I'm like, you know, show that you have some respect for yourselves in the country and put in a, an actual decent human being for once. But, uh, it's not going to happen, but the, yeah, it won't happen. But I think the one thing that's positive, he's a recognizable name now where if he decides, and I don't know if he'll do this, I don't know what his game plan is, but um, in the next election in 2020, uh, John Cornyn seats up. He's our other senator, so I-, I could see him running against Cornyn. Cornyn's not, I don't think, as hated by the right as Stephen Cruz is, but the demographics continue to change, and the push, I think if he comes in very close, if it's like a two- or three-point thing, I think that'll be enough motivation to get even more people you know, off their ass next time, so... You might see Texas actually get a decent senator, you know, or maybe even push in the presidential race if we have a good candidate next time. 
you can see a lot closer. I think the state's starting to – the demographics that we've had changing for so long that have given the opportunity to be a more purple to blue state – where people just don't vote. Like I said, you see a 400% increase. Now, I know a lot of that's Beto, so you still have to have a strong candidate. But, you know, it's I could see where at least there's the motivation factor there. And as long as Trump's president, which he will still be in 2020, that's a huge motivator. As much as it is Beto, it's also Trump. You know? Oh, yeah. Let's be honest. Beto's a great candidate. I think that dude's fucking awesome. Like, I... I was a huge Obama fan before he ran for president. And when he ran, I mean, I was on his side. I went and voted for him over Hillary in the primary that time. I was very proud to vote for him <laughs> and vote for him as president. And I see the same kind of message and it just the persona, the way he carries himself better very much like Obama. Um, so on a national scale, there's always a potential for someone like him, but... We'll see. Um, yeah, I think he'll lose. It's Texas. It's a bunch <laughs> of cunts. Um, it, it, it I did see an state. interesting story. I, I never really, I've been away and I didn't have internet, you know, so I haven't really been able to, you know, figure out what's what. So maybe you know a little bit about this, uh, especially because you're down in Texas. But I saw something. I don't know if it was fake news or whatever. Uh, <laughs> but somebody had shown their, like, uh, you know, they went in and did a straight line democratic party vote mm-hmm. for early voting. Yeah. And then whenever they got the, you know, the little thing saying, you know, you voted straight democratic and then it said for senator Ted Cruz. That was actually happening down here. They had um it was Was that uh, happening to both sides? No. It was only happening It's funny because Georgia was having some of these same issues. It was hmm. being reported people going to vote for Stacey Abrams. It was flipping to Kemp. Hmm. And there's, a, man, I can't remember. There's another state that they're having an issue. And I remember in the last election. Uh, they're, they're, quote, having an issue. Yeah. And it's funny because every time that these issues with these machines, these, you know, m- malfunctions, they always seem to favor the Republican candidates. It's amazing huh. how that works. So weird. But, uh, yeah, in Harris County, which is the Houston area, for you non-Texans out there listening, um, they were that's where it started being reported. And then there's some other places that popped up in the state. And hmm, the thing That's about, also surprising because, I mean, Austin has always been pretty blue. Yes. Just because of Austin. Yes. But as of recent, Houston has really shifted blue big time. Well... I mean, anybody, if you look at the maps anytime these elections, you go back and look at the presidential one, even in the most red states, when you look at the major city areas, like even Texas, as red as Texas is, you look at Dallas, you look at Houston, you look at San Antonio, you look at Austin, uh, those are usually blue. Like Dallas County, um, you know, uh, Harris County, all those, they went for Hillary, you know, pretty good. But then, per usual, <laughs> it's the fucking rural counties that's all yeehaws and white trash meth heads and shit no not that i'm generalizing in any way but <laughs> uh, that go hardcore for republicans and you know but yeah like you said the houston the thing with texas that's also helping a lot of people think it's a hispanic vote but another thing that's helping texas it's it's like i said it's trending more toward the purple side and we're not there yet you know but 
I think in the next 10 to 12 years, Texas will be an actual state that'll be a little bit more up for grabs. I think Democrats can start winning, and it's because of the Asian population too is growing here. And back in the day, Asians used to vote more heavily Republican. I think it was because a lot of them, like uh, the Vietnamese, like my wife's family and stuff, or their Laos people like that, that came over. They mostly came over, you know, after the Vietnam War and stuff. They were allowed to come into the country. Um, you know, like, of course, with Laos, like my wife's family, like they, since we illegally bombed the shit out of them, uh, we let a lot of them come in. Same thing with the Vietnamese and stuff. And when they came in, I guess because they came in under Reagan, um, a lot of them just kind of were Republicans. But you've seen that where it's really flipped around. I mean, I, I can't remember the last numbers I saw, but it was like the seven between 70 and 80 percent of Asians you will vote tend to vote blue now. And you're seeing that. And, of course, the Hispanic vote is usually about two-thirds, which Democrat, which I don't understand why there's 25%, 30% of Hispanics, you know. I mean, maybe back in the day before Trump, they could claim the religious thing because of the Catholicism. But I don't, with Trump now, that makes no I, sense. I, I still think that that's what it boils down to. Because, again, it's just like evangelicals. They're all a bunch <sighs> of hypocritical assholes. The, um, so that you know they'll look the other way when the guy's been divorced several times, uh, you know, cheats out on all of his business deals. Mm-hmm. Uh, his wife did, you know, uh, nude modeling, um, yeah. and, and all this other shit. And, paid off a know, porn but, star, but yeah, yeah, paid off a porn star <laughs> and an ex playmate. Blah blah blah. <laughs> you know, just hosts just you know a laundry basket full of non Christian things, non Christian value things, um, or to put it in a more a friendly term, you know, the non-family values. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, they know that he's going to put in a uh, pro-life dipshit in the Supreme Court. So they're like, oh, we don't fucking care. Yeah, and then that's... He'll save the babies. That's a lot of it. And then a lot of it, too, is just because most of the evangelicals are, you know, old white people. And, again, it comes back to they love his views on immigration <laughs> yeah and things like that um which i love the fact that you know we're i mean now we're only a few days away from the midterm vote and um trump's out doing stump speeches every day like two a day basically that dude's making it happen and his big rallying cry is not about, hey, look at these huge tax cuts and this great economy that I created. It's, hey, look at this caravan of these thousands of murderers who are making their way to, to, you know, to our country yeah. that are going to break in and break into your house and steal your things and rape your wives and murder you. And it's like, that's where he's going. So it's like, he's basically said, I know that any of the economic shit, like anybody who's independent or liberal minded pretty much is still is like, well, Obama turned things around and got to go in the right direction. This isn't because of you. And they're looking at the tax cuts and they're like, I don't see any difference in my paycheck, but I do see that we've over the last couple of months run up record deficits. Um, and I already hear you guys talking about slashing social security, Medicare, you know, to pay for these tax cuts. <laughs> that are running up this huge debt so yeah we're not really on board with that um so it's like he thought to himself i can't go with that so what am i going to do oh yeah let me stoke up more racial tensions and fear to try and drive out my base even more 
because that was the Warriors low turnout for the conservatives because they weren't as pumped up for this election you know and they try to do that the Kavanaugh thing like oh look what they did with Kavanaugh how they treated this poor man you know let's get back at him you know we'll go vote against these liberals these dirty fucking libs and <clears throat> so I just thought that was amazing that this is his like this is my final you know speech this is what I'm going with is racism and fear mongering <laughs> Yep, and that that seems the uh, to be the Republican rallying cry. The, all the Republican ads up here are echoing that. They're saying, you know, this if you vote in this person, they're going to let in all these criminal immigrants that <laughs> yeah. in, that are going to riddle the streets with gangs and all this stuff. And it's like, what the f- what the fuck are you even talking about? <laughs> like, you getting that up in Minnesota too, huh? Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, we hear a lot of that here, like. If the libs take over, it's going to be open border. That all liberals are open board for open borders. I just I've learned that over this election cycle because I've never heard one ever say that, um, at least not an elected official. And but now I've figured out all of them are for open borders, and they all want MS thirteen gangs to come in and murder us. Yeah, I don't know if you're getting the MS thirteen gangs or if you're just getting like some um, other gangs up there. They don't specifically name it, but I know that there's one video ad in particular that shows MS-13 gang members, like okay. f- flashing gang signs and stuff. Okay, good. That's good. It's I like, just, uh, what? <laughs> that's good to hear. I just want to make sure that they're on message up there. They're not fucking up. Yeah. Yeah. There's another <laughs> one where they're talking about somebody else and they're like, because he uh, supported Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Republican ad says he supports cop killers. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? That's pretty much, and I'll say this personally as a liberal, I, I mean, I'm, I think I'm speaking for all of us. Um, I am totally for open borders and cop murders. That's, a, that's what I stand for. <laughs> Nothing else. I don't care about anything else. I just want to see, you know, MS-13 gangs roaming free in our cities, and I want to see them just mowing down cops. That's what I want to see. Um, so, if, you know, if we can make that happen, then mission accomplished. America will be great again, and... Fucking shit! It's just I'm I'm so burnt out by these ads, dude. I just can't wait for Tuesday to come. <laughs> I yeah. guess I'm I'm kind of freaking out a little bit because, like we just talked briefly before we started the show, and uh, how about you know all the different polling and how it's bullshit, and we learned that from the last elections cycle. But it's really this time I think it's bullshit because, you know, like we talked about in the beginning with the the increase in turnout, especially amongst the younger voters and stuff. When they do the polling, they're not contacting them. So it's really difficult to figure out how any of these races are going to go, I mean, from the polling. Because it's like I, I'm I'm checking out the major races that really could impact, like the House and Senate, especially on the Senate side. Like Arizona, McCain seats up with uh, Kristen Sinema and uh, Martha McSally. Like that race, one day I'll see Kristen Sinema up three points. The next day I'm seeing a poll that shows Martha McSally up seven points. I mean, they're so all over the map, and they're so inconsistent. It's just like, I just don't have fucking no. I'm just throwing my hands up. I'm like, man, I guess we'll find out when, I don't know when the first results start coming in, like 6, 7 o'clock at night on Tuesday, but I'm going to be probably mounted up with the kid because I'll be kid watching because the wife probably, I think she works Tuesday night. So me and him are going to be sitting in 
the kid room. He'll be playing with toys. I'm going to have CNN on. Not because I want to watch CNN. It's just because I got a Roku and stupid MSNBC doesn't come up live in his room. So I have to watch CNN. <laughs> Fucking CNN. So, okay. hey, guess what, right-wingers? I'm with you. CNN does suck. <laughs> I don't like that shit either. It's terrible. They're, it's like the fucking wars, but um, but I'll be watching Anderson Cooper, I guess. I don't know who the hell hosts their crap. And uh, with, yeah, when those first results start coming in, because I think this is a good indicator for out there if you need to start drawing a warm bath and get the razor blades ready. There's like 40 or 50 what they're considering toss-up seats that are really in play that – used to be that were have been republican that are like there's like this is it man we don't know where the fuck this is going this go either way you know good luck and these are the ones that the democrats really have to take because of course everybody knows every two years every house seats up but of all of the house seats there's only about five democratic seats that are in jeopardy out of all of them whereas like i said there's 40 to 50 republican seats that are it's like, eh, you might lose them all. He could win them all, but we don't know. Um, which I I told Eric, I'll do my predictions here if you got a second. You guys write them down. If I'm wrong, tweet me, and I'll fucking ignore it. If, But if I'm right, tell me how great I am, and I'll retweet <laughs> you and send you fucking new pictures that I found on the internet and say it's me, like some 12-incher. Um, <clears throat> but I, I like I said, the... It's the fucking the polling and stuff is just so crazy but there's because um, of course East Coast will shut down first we'll start getting those results Virginia is a good state to watch because there's about eight seats in Virginia that are considered kind of the toss-ups that could go blue or not if those all go haywire like if it splits 50-50 or if more of the Republicans you know keep their those seats it's going to be a bad night for Democrats. I don't mean a bad night like, oh, my God, we're going to lose seats. It's just we're probably not going to get where we need to get, you know. And I think I may be completely wrong on this, and I really should know this on the top of my head before I do this, but I think we need 23 seats to get the majority back. Uh, I think you're right, like 23, 25, something like that. I can't remember exactly, but I think you're – it's around there. I think it's 23, and so – from the polling, I mean, I look at like real clear politics. I look at some of the state polls. They have some of these other forecasting ones where they put multiple polls together and they do number crunching. Basically, the majority of what I'm seeing is showing about 19 seats are almost like in the bank guaranteed for Democrats. So basically, out of about, like I said, 50 toss-up type seats – they're saying 19 are in the bag. You got it. So that means we need like four more just to get that extra vote. But let's be honest, dude. You can never count on Democrats. They're not like Republicans. They don't vote like sheep. There's always going to be some conservative assholes who are going to break ranks. So you really need probably about 10 more. So I would say they're going to need about 29 you know, to 32, 33 for it to be a safe majority um but like i said i've seen polls that have showed the democrats picking up 19 at the lowest and up to 53 at the highest hmm. i'm gonna say right now you ain't getting 53 seats no definitely not <laughs> it is not gonna fucking happen and 
the majority of these polls, the, what they're doing, if they're saying that, they're saying any race that shows a Democrat up by like a single point in a poll, they're counting it. it ain't going to work. Because most of these yeah. we're talking about are currently held by Republicans. Like I said, we don't know what the turnout's going to be like, and the polling's not accounting for some of these younger folks, and depend on the states. I mean, like Florida, for instance, the younger uh, voting is only up by like 120%, which really isn't much. I mean, it sounds great. It's like, oh, it's over 100%. That's not as much as it sounds, especially when only like fucking 18% of the little bastards show up to vote, you know, normally. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not that big of a deal. But like in Texas, when you have like 400 plus percent, that's a pretty good jump. You're talking four or five percentage points. Four or five percent is enormous. You get four or five percent more. And now I'm not saying all of them are Democrats, but if you just look at statistics, you know, the majority are. Yeah. From even going to, let's say, go back to the last 20 elections, it's heavily Democratic, leans at Democratic. Um, and we've seen some states, man, where like last time, you know, where Trump won three states by a total of 80,000 votes. And, you know, three or four percent in any of those states. And Hillary Clinton is our president right now. So, like I said, when those polls close, start looking at Virginia, see how Virginia's going. If Virginia's going well, I think that we could easily get in the mid to high 30s. But. Because polling is such a fucking crapshoot, and because of uh, gerrymandering and suppression tactics, I am throwing this out here now. My prediction, the Democrats will win between 29 and 32 seats. i got to give myself a little leeway. I'm not going to do it, Zach. <laughs> so you, you fuckers write that down, 29 to 32. And if we get, let's just say the 29, like I'm saying, we've got about a 13 or 14 13, yeah, something like that. I'm trying to do math in my head. 13 or 14 seat increase, that's enough. That's enough. We can start stymieing everything that the Republicans are trying to do to ruin this country for the next two years. And we can start doing some fucking investigations on Trump and try and get some of these yeah. assholes in administration that are, are just criminals. So best case scenario, I'd say we win, like I said, upper 30s. But I don't see it happening. Um, the Senate's a totally different situation, man. The Senate is a fucking yeah. it's Senate. A, we're not going to get. We, I'm just going to say right right now, we're going to lose a seat in the Senate. Yeah, it's. I mean, right now we're one down. We're going to lose another one because Heidi Heitkamp is fucking gone, dude. Yeah, she's out. Just kiss her ass goodbye. Which I hate her. <laughs> not as much as Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin to me is a worthless piece of shit, and he's not a Democrat. But she was right behind him, but it's still on most issues. She does vote with the Democrats, the vast majority. And she did, like I said, she saved a little face with me going against Kavanaugh. Um, but her, she was already down the polls before that. So, you know, she can't come out and say, well, I took a stand and voted against Kavanaugh and it cost me. No, she was going to lose anyway. So I don't want to hear a fucking sob story after she blows this. The ones that could save the Democrats' ass, and granted, the best they can do is even it out, which is still, you're done because Pence is the fucking, you know, the game changer. He gets that, hey, guess what? It's a tie. Fuck you. Trump wins. Yeah. <laughs> he gets that vote. 
the two races to look for are both on the West Coast, so they're going to be late, late in the evening. So most people might not even know who won them until uh, the morning. Would be Nevada. Uh, currently, Dean Heller, the Republican, has that seat. And he is in a neck-and-neck neck tie. Like, all the polling that's been out for weeks has basically had them in a tie. I haven't seen a lot of deviation one way or the other. It's always been within a couple points. So that is an extremely close race. That's one the Democrats could pick up. And then the other I'm not – like I, I brought up a little bit ago, the Arizona with Kristen Sinema and Martha McSally. That one, the polling's all over the fucking map. But if there was a Democrat that had a chance – Martha McSally is such an unlikable whore – um, and Krista Cinema has, I mean, she's an established uh, congressional member in that state. She's known. Um, she's not a liberal liberal in the sense. I mean, she's a little bit more independent-minded, so that helps her out, I think, in that race. Um, so I think there, there's a chance she could squeak it out, too. So those are the two that Dem, the Dems could pick up. But like I said, you're losing North Dakota, so you're even there. And then the other one I'm kind of worried about um, is Claire McCaskill in Missouri. That one, you might see that one go too. So at the end of the night, we could be 51-49 still. It could be as bad as 52-48 or a tie. I mean, it's going to be within that. We're not losing or gaining any more than one on either side, I don't think. Um, but we're not getting the Senate, so... You can go fuck yourselves if if you're excited, jumping up and down, thinking we're getting the Senate. Right. <laughs> but I will say this. It's not completely the Democrats' fault on this because there's 35 seats up in the Senate and 27 of them are held by Democrats. So it's just it's a numbers game, you know. Yeah. The Republicans only have to keep eight seats. And, and I mean, look, of those eight, six of them are just heavily Republican states. I mean, they really had to put no funding into them at all. So basically, you know, you're fighting two states with all your money, whereas, you know, there's a handful of the Democratic candidates that weren't conservative states that the Democrats had to put a lot of resources in to keep them, like a Joe Manchin or someone like that, even though he's a douche, you know, they're trying to keep that seat, which, what the fuck is it to have him in there? But... That's kind of the thing. So, again, it sucks, but like I said, even with Beto here, in 2020, it's going to be a flip. The Republicans have all the fucking seats up, and they have twice as more seats to protect as the Democrats. So, if the Democrats could keep it even, at least if they get the House, the Republicans can't really do shit. You know, they can stymie them for the next two years, and then, you know, there's a potential to take the Senate back. And like I said, if we have any candidate but fucking Hillary next time, we should win the fucking White House. <laughs> yeah, so, right. So, but I'm yeah, I'm predicting a, a loss of a seat. So I think we're losing one in the Senate, and like I said, I think about twenty nine to thirty two in the House. So, yeah, my uh, my only fear is, uh, like you said, you know, and depending on what state it is, the the young voter is surging, uh, which bodes well for Democrats. You know, if you look at the statistics. Um, but those people that are going into heavily conservative ones and, you know, then their candidate doesn't get in, mm -hmm. um, you know, how fucking kids are, they'll just get so disenfranchised and just fucking give up on the whole thing. They're like, ah, fuck it. What's the well, point? The one I voted, thing, put all my energy in it and I lost. The only thing I could think that might be, 
I, I believe me, dude. I know what you're saying because it's just like when I always said, you know, I vote, but I don't know why because it's a waste of my time uh, voting in this state. So I understand that feeling. The the one thing I'll say to that is, if the Democrats do take the House, though, and if they do pick up 30 seats, a huge gain, and they take the House back, and they can stymie what Trump's doing, that might be enough motivation. Like, hey, at least we got this back. We've shut this fucktard down who's trying every trick in the book to fuck up this country. You know, and that might be enough motivation to say we made progress you know, next time, you know, we just, we just got to keep building on it, keep building on it. So I think that's the thing, you know, it's just, I hope people don't, like you said, I hope the younger people and stuff, they don't get let down if, you know, like in Texas here, Beto doesn't pull out or in Georgia, if Stacey Abrams doesn't get the governorship, you know, or something like that. Because if we do get the house back and we do make gains and you see that, um, I think that should be enough motivation. Like, dude, all these rallies and all these marches and stuff, it's like it may not have got you exactly where you want, but you could see making strides. And it's not just uh, the national election. I mean, think about on the statewide races too and stuff. You know, if Democrats could pick up on the coattails of some of these other Democrats with the high voter surge in some of these states, you can win more seats in the House and the Senate in your states as well. Like here in Texas, there's – a couple heavily Republican um, state house seats that are looking like the Democrats are going to take them back and stuff. So, like I said, it's a slow burn, but you got to. That's the one thing you have to be. It, look, it's the only thing we have to cling to right now. <laughs> Let's be yeah. honest, you know. But like I said, the House is huge. Get the House, then they're in charge of all the committees. The Democrats are. We can start doing investigations. We can sh- actually do an actual investigation into Russia. We can actually do investigations into uh, Trump breaking all the emoluments clauses, which that's a case going through the court system right now. Trump it, Trump lost it, uh, didn't appeal, and he lost his appeal. So this emoluments clause case is going forward. He's fucked on that. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. He's definitely broken that. So Countless there, times. Yeah, so there's some positive things coming. And I'll tell you right now, there are more indictments and stuff coming down from Mueller soon. The only reason you haven't heard anything here in the past couple months is because he's trying to hold stuff so he doesn't interfere with the elections. It's I guarantee. It's, yeah, I guarantee so he doesn't get the uh, people don't go. Yeah, yeah. People don't go crazy and go. Oh, he's trying to rig the election. So I would look for after the elections. I mean, not, no, the next day, but very soon. I think you're going to start seeing some more indictments coming down. So you know, there's there are some positives. I mean, look. Uh, America's pretty much dead as we know it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not kid ourselves. I mean, you know, we're going to have another major crash in the economy here pretty soon. You're already seeing the stock market. Oh, yeah. It's just up and down, up and down. It's teetering. It's so out of balance right now. And uh, home values are starting to drop. They were just skyrocketing. Now they've they've started to drop for like the first time in in I don't know how many years. Um, Unemployment looks great. People loved it. Look at the unemployment. It's as low as it's been. It's great. Wages are up 2.3%, eh. I think. But inflation's also up over 4% since Trump's Exactly. So Look wages again. are irrelevant. So that actually means that we're down 2%. Losing. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if you want to be you know, honest about it. So it's uh, 
We're fucked. I mean, look, the Democrats can stop things when they take over the House that he wants to do. They can't fix the damage he's already done. Not until they get someone in that White House. Yes, so. true. So we've got two more years of watching our environment, our economic system. Um, you know, immigration laws aren't going to get fixed with the Democrats running the House. Not with that Senate still in the Republican hands, not with Trump in charge. So you're still going to see so many these hate crimes and everything that are picking up. You're gonna, I don't know if you see more mail bombs and people saying, oh, my God, the Jews are funding the caravans. Let me go shoot up a synagogue. I don't, <laughs> what? I don't know. Oh, if you're gonna, man. Did you see that that dude's tweet and stuff before he shot up the place? Like, he sent out a tweet. Like, his thing was that the Jews are funding the caravan of people, which this is yeah. an old segue here, but I wanted to get into the caravan thing a little bit anyway. Um, <laughs> he was basically saying the Jews, this is a Jewish plot to fund this caravan so they could come up here. You remember when uh, in Charlottesville, I heard this on Bill Maher the other night, and I never knew this, when all the white supremacists were with their tiki torches were marching, they're chanting, Jews will not replace us. Yes. Um, I thought the same thing. Like Bill Maher said this. He had a girl on that wrote a column about it, and he, he thought the same thing I did. I thought that he meant like, the Jews are going to act like actual physically the Jews are going to try to wipe us out and replace us. No, 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 no. So yeah, apparently what, what this conspiracy is, is that they, they think that Jews rule the world mm -hmm. um, and that they're trying to take down America by bringing in Hispanics and Muslims. Yeah. That I, and I didn't, and he, or the, the girl explained that. And I'm like, that's what that means. I go, wow, I'm not a very good racist because I didn't know that. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I don't know how that makes sense, but so yeah. So apparently that, to them that makes sense. And that's, I guess, part of this whole caravan thing, like the Jews, the evil empire, the Jews, which yeah. I got no problem with Jews. I don't like Israel. And I've said it on this show plenty yep. of times. Yeah, I we, don't, we've said that several times, but Jews, whatever, dude. It's people are people. I don't give a fuck. As long as you're cool, you're cool with me. If you're a piece of shit and you're a Trump supporter, you're a piece of shit and you're a Trump supporter, and you can go fuck yourself and die. But so evidently they're funding this thing. Like you said, all the immigration and all this stuff, It's uh, the Jews are funding it. I guess they're the one funneling in all the immigrants, uh, the, the brown-skinned the, the people. Apparently. You know, the, the, the bad people. So they can you know wipe out the white race. I'm like, aren't Jews white i mean for all intents and purposes don't we kind of consider jews to be white people or am i wrong about that or am I, is that not, not right i think you're right yeah i mean I, I could be wrong about that i've always just looked i'm like yeah you look white white to me you know but i, I don't know their exact ethnicity because i mean again jews it's a jewish it's a religion it's not a race so yeah that's another thing that always made me crazy is it's like not everybody in Israel is Jewish, but every time you think they talk about Israel, it's like, yeah, the Jews. <laughs> it's like, well, they're not all Jews, but sure, yeah. why not? Um, they're Israeli. Yeah, the Israelis. But they're not them, though. The Israelis are, that's separate. We're just on the Jews now, the evil <laughs> ones trying to take us down. So, yeah, that was interesting. So that's a fun fact if uh, people don't know that out there. Because if you're going to, hey, look, kids, if you're going to go out and be a racist white supremacist, you need to be up on this stuff. Like I, I wouldn't get past the initiation because I don't know these things. So, but anyway, yeah, so that's it's, it's bizarre. It doesn't make any damn sense. But I um, 
I don't especially want because a lot of them are so pro Israel because they you know believe in the Christian Bible. That's the only reason. They don't give a fuck about Israel. They don't care about the Jewish people. I mean, especially if they're like you said, evangelical evangelicals or Christians. They don't care about Jewish people. They're like, eh, yeah, you guys don't believe in Christ. Fuck you guys, you know. But we need you there because you know when Jesus comes back, you know, we don't we can't have the Palestinians on your land because we need you fuckers there. <laughs> so, fucking morons. It is uh, ridiculous. But this guy evidently was a big fan of that met- that uh, conspiracy theory. So, oh yeah, that, that was his thing, you know. And so he saw this and he tweeted some shit about like you know these motherfuckers come up here to take over our country. I'm not going to stand back and allow it to happen. So he did the only thing that a, a you know a person in the right mind, clear thinking would do when faced with this awful, awful, um, you know. These these brown people come in our country and they're gonna fucking break in our homes and kill us and rape our women and you go and you kill the people funding them. So he broke into the synagogue and just starts lighting up like everybody he shot was like eighty years old. It's like yeah, I was about to say he's killing a whole bunch of elderly people. It's like, dude, what a pussy. It's like that's I would. I'd say it's almost as bad as shooting kids, but then again, it's like they're in their eighties. At least they got to live their lives. I mean, God damn. What? But I'm just saying, it's like that's as pussy as shooting up kids. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's what you're, I mean. You're a pussy. You're gunning down old people. You're a yeah. fucking pussy. It's like, dude, really? You gonna go shoot fucking? Uh, I mean, you're a pussy for using a gun anyway. But no, dude, that that's makes the you side tough. Point. That makes you tough. Uh, negative. Uh, real men shoot people with guns, Eric. It makes you a wuss. I don't know about that. A little wuss who's too afraid to use your fists. Well, I mean, that's your opinion, but... Small-dicked, erectile dysfunctional motherfuckers. Oh, my God. I need to get a life. Anyway, so, but like I said, between Trump and his psycho fanatics, you know, because he's raising hell and talking shit about George Soros and all the Democrats and they're the ones getting bombs mailed to him and he's talking shit about global... See, the thing is, he doesn't go after Jewish people, of course, but he always uses the term... globalists. Globalists and things like that, which, again, this goes to the white nationalist conspiratory... Which, of course, he said, I'm a nationalist the other day. That's a shout-out to his skinhead friends. That's just another way. When they hear the word globalist, they're just... That's what they're thinking. They're thinking, oh, fucking Jews. Well, globalist is if you go to like these racist fucking websites um these neo-nazis white supremacists whatever the fuck you want to call them that that's kind of the term that they use is globalist Mm -hmm. but the only thing they just take it one step further and they say these globalist jews just like when trump said i'm a nationalist Mm -hmm. they say white nationalist yeah they just go one step further but he's a uh he's a president for all the people (laughs) you know it's like the press calls him out on a little bit now. I mean, at least they'll say when he's lying, they just say, "Yeah, the president's lying again." I mean, they don't. You don't hear the. And you still do from some people, but for the most part, they'll call him straight out. You know, oh, now yeah. they're like, "Oh, he's being racist." Oh, does he knows what the you know he knows when he says nationalist what he's doing. At least the debates out there, they've stopped playing fucking footsie with him and been like, "Well, he told another untruth today." 
it's like fuck you <laughs> you know i mean say he I, lied i appreciate that but they waited about two years too late uh, it should have been doing this during the fucking primaries granted probably wouldn't have made a difference i mean the people that vote for him and love him i mean they're just the trash of our country that's yep. all there is to it pretty much uh I've already said this to some relatives I don't talk to. <laughs> I'm like, you vote for Trump, fuck you. Don't talk to you anymore. Um, it's just like, this is what we got to look forward to. If for some reason the polling is way off and the Republicans keep the House and Senate, all that does is just justify everything he said and done. Oh, yeah. that's, that's the only, and, and then you're going to see it ramp so up tenfold. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, that's why these I, fucking white nationalists and stuff, you will see it ramp up big time. That's the only thing I'm really nervous about Tuesday night, man. I, I really believe that the Democrats are going to get gains. I just, like I said, it's got to be enough to take the House. And they cannot not take the House back because they're not getting the Senate. And if they don't get the House, dude, even if they don't get the House, if the Republicans just maintain control, dude, it's going to be on. I mean, McConnell's already said they're going to start getting Social Security and Medicare oh, yeah. and everything. Yep. I mean, he just came out and said it. He didn't. He's like, "Yeah, we're fucking doing it." It's like, whoa, that scared me because I'm like, usually that dude's a piece of shit, but usually he doesn't say the parts that he's supposed to keep inside out loud, you know, for people to hear. Like he would save that until after the election to say, like, "Hey, we yeah. won. Guess what? We're gonna fuck the shit out of you guys." He, he's gotten cocky, that's for sure. Well, that's one of those things where it's like, I thought that I'm like, I don't know, dude. He's pretty smart about that kind of stuff. I'm like. Is there going to be another Russia hacking thing? Do they know something that we don't know about these house seats? You know, it almost makes me worry about it. Because I'm like, I think Hillary got screwed. I think there's some vote change and stuff. Because I've read some different stuff from, like, legitimate news sites, you know, that some things that they pointed out um, with hacking stuff and some irregularities that really were never reported on or really looked into. And I'm a little concerned. But I just, but the polling is so strong that I think if it was a complete reversal and, you know, and the Republicans maintained and not even maintained, but, but let's say by a handful, dozen seats even, I think there would be a major uproar because I just, the polls are, were wrong last time in some of the big races, but overall, like they kind of had the House and Senate seats and stuff. They had them pretty close. You know, so I don't know. A little concerned about it. We'll see, though. We're just a few days away, kids. Oh. <sighs> I don't drink. Yeah. I don't drink much anymore, Eric. I've pretty much put drinking. Like I gave up uh, eating my red meats and and everything, and cut back really hard on my dairies and all and my eggs and all that. I really don't eat yeah. any of that shit anymore. Tried to trying to purify my soul, Eric, and I stopped no drinking. No such thing. Stop drinking. Stop drinking. I tried to purify my body, Eric. There you go. There you go. And I stopped drinking a lot of booze, too. Barely drink anymore. But I'm going to tell you right now, I got a case of Shiner that I literally bought like a year ago. And it's still, there's half of them fuckers left out there. As soon as I get home Tuesday, I'm throwing a few in the freezer to get them nice and cold and 
get the ice crystals forming on it and then i'm gonna sit my ass in front of there i'm gonna watch that election i'll be just fucking shotgun <laughs> i'm probably i'm probably gonna be calling in sick to work on wednesday yeah. if shit doesn't I mean, go it, right yeah i mean the the russian meddling thing i mean that's so i know well facebook has been trying to do a big you know cleanup horseshit uh, same with twitter and you know social media sites that are really according to them at, and even I think Facebook, they did hire like a third party. Like they didn't do it in house. They got a consulting firm to come in mm-hmm. and kind of weed out these fucking fake news sites that just spit out all kinds of dumb shit on both sides. Um, and I mean, I have, I don't know if it's because I unfollowed a bunch of people or mm-hmm. <laughs> if it's actually working, but. Compared to 2016, I have seen less of the bullshit. Yeah. I don't get um, on Facebook a lot, but I'm with you. I haven't seen there as much. Yeah. I, like, I get on there, like, maybe once a week or something. Maybe. If that. Uh, but I just haven't seen it as much. Uh, so, I, I, again, I don't know if that's because I unfollowed people or if it's actually working. <laughs> that might be me, too. I unfollowed a lot of people yeah. <laughs> after the election. However, we know that this government has done absolutely nothing to even look into if anybody was trying to do any real hacking as far as with the voters not a damn fucking thing they sat there and talked about it forever and said yeah we're doing stuff but there is no evidence whatsoever that they have done anything remotely there have been as far as state governments there have Uh been and it's ironically mostly you know uh democratic held states that have done their own shit to try and get Russia and China and whoever to not get into our voting system. Um, and they have said that they have seen evidence that somebody's trying to do something. Um, so I, I, you do have a valid point there, I think. Uh, I mean, look, I don't know. Like I said, I'm just throwing it out because he was so brazen about that. And I'm like, does he know some shit's going on that we don't know about? <laughs> because... Yeah. Why would he come out and say that? That's the most ridiculous. Because you know that's what they want. Look, any sensible person knows that is the game plan of the Republican Party since Reagan. Oh, yeah. Right? We called cut, it way early. Yeah, it's cut taxes to the bone on corporations and the wealthy. And then, then when the revenue is not coming in and deficits yep. start to blow up, they're like, well, it's so, hey, man, it's all these fucking entitlements. We got to yep. cut these entitlements back. It's been their game plan for 40 yep. years. Cut I mean, taxes for the ultra-wealthy and the, and the fucking corporations and then say, oh, it's all these handouts. Yeah, I just... It's like, no, you got rid of all these taxes but on there, all these rich motherfuckers. But people are stupid and they don't think about these things or they forget. And no. So, like I said, just... Well, that or they th- actually believe that trickle-down economics is a real thing. Um, I have met those motherfuckers. Oh, no, I know. Even though we have tangible evidence to the contrary. Mm, No, I don't know. I don't think we do. I Uh, I don't think think it's been proven to not work yet. Uh, Yes, it has. No, I don't think so. Several times. No. Yep. No. Yep. I I mean, I don't... Whatever. Send me me a link, bitch. So, I'm not... You know, obviously, (laughs) you know I'm not religious. No. At all. So, if I ever had a child... Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I would never do a baptism because that's just nonsense. It is. Um, however, Uh-oh. I think 
I may, if, and that's a big fucking if, mm-hmm. I ever have a kid, I may have to give them a baptism. Okay. But it's not what you think. So apparently uh, in Virginia, uh, there's a hospital that is doing an uh, experimentation with uh, C-section births or cesarean section. Yes. Um, that's where, it, I'm pretty sure everybody knows what the fuck it is, but... yeah. The baby is not birthed vaginally. They basically gut the fucking mother and rip it out. <laughs> Dude, they do gut the mother and rip it out. <laughs> um, uh, so the the problem with that is that um, babies, there are microbes or microbiomes, sorry, mm-hmm. that are within the vaginal canal that get on the baby as it's being birthed mm-hmm. naturally. And those kind of help the baby gain a healthy immune system right out of the gate. Because there is healthy bacteria Mm -hmm. that babies need, everybody needs. You know, you got them in your gut, you got them all over the place, and they help your immune system, they help you stay healthy and fight off actual bad bacteria. So obviously, Mm -hmm. if you have a C-section, your baby doesn't get that. So they finally got approval from the FDA to start these trials of what they call vaginal seeding, and that's where they take... Uh, healthy microbiomes from the mother's vaginal canal and then wipe them over the baby after the C-section in the hopes that the baby will gain those microbes and be able to have a healthier immune system out of the gate. So they just like grab the baby by the back of the head after they yank it out and just smash its face in the mother's cooter? Yep, they just jam it right in the pussy (laughs) and just kind of swath it around like a toothpick. Until it gets everything. No, they go in there with, uh, I don't know if it's what kind of swab it is, but something. And get yeah. all the shit. Yeah, my but wife doesn't work in delivery, so she wouldn't know about this. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's pretty interesting because that, that is something that's been a problem is that C-sections have uh, risen by a huge percentage in America. And then also coincidentally, um, babies with poor immune systems has also skyrocketed. So yeah. they're hoping that this is a great alternative, you know, for people that do have to have a C-section. And actually, I know some people that they just have a C-section anyway. Yeah. They don't want to tear up the goods down there. So th- this might be uh, a good way to go about it and make sure that your baby starts out healthy. So yeah, we'll, we'll see where it goes. But I thought it was pretty interesting. That is pretty interesting. I'll bring that up to Brad. I don't know if uh, for people out there who don't remember, we used to have a, for a very short time, <laughs> one of our buddies, Brad, was uh, hosting the show with us. He is uh, he has baby on the way, so I'll let him know that that if if uh, his wife has to have a C-section for any reason, that as soon as he gets a hold of that baby, he needs to smash it in her fucking crotch. <laughs> yeah, because you know Texas isn't doing any of this study. Oh no, they're like. Fucking, you get pussy juice on the baby. Yeah. Don't do that. That's what, gross. What you do is you get your basting. Uh, <laughs> can you see that? Like, they get their basting brush, and they're holding the baby, just dipping it into the mom, and it just... <laughs> God damn it. How fucking awesome would that be? Move out of the way, Doc. I got shit to do here. <laughs> slapping it on I mean, all the nurses and stuff are just horrified. Like, what the fuck is going on right now? 
keep an eye on this fucking guy. Check his Twitter feed. He's not fucking. He's not hating on caravans, is he? <laughs> yeah. Crazy son of a bitch. <clears throat> yeah, me and the wife, we took uh, this. Speaking of caravans, the, I, I I know where I. If I'm gonna fucking rise up, dude, I'm going to the zoo because that's where the Jews must have. Uh, they must have their functions. So I took the. We took the kid to the zoo today, and literally like half of the couples we saw at the zoo were like um, mixed couples. And of course, I'm with my dark-skinned Asian wife. And every time we pass a mixed couple, because I've had this discussion about the whole shit, and she watched the Bill Maher with me the other night, so we're talking about the guy shooting up the place and all this shit with Trump. And every time we pass a mixed country, I'm like, I go, motherfuckers, I go, that's you trying to kill the white race, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> She's just like, oh, shut up. <laughs> and it got old because I had to do it like 50 times. I'm like, okay, the joke, the joke got wore out, Getting man. Wearing thin. A fucking zoo, dude. And it was mostly, I will say this, though, they're doing a terrible job because most of it was Asians and, uh, and whites. Mm. That's why I saw. And then it was fun, too, because they all had their babies. So I've noticed this thing where every time we'd pass a couple, and there's usually, you know, white guy with an Asian woman. I swear to God, we saw like five or six of them. Um, they all had fucking babies. So we're going by, and then, like, they're trying to look at our baby, and we're trying to look at theirs, like, to look at it, like, okay, let's see. What's the, did this one look more chinky or more white, you know? Wow. <laughs> I can say that because my wife said no, that. No, you can Yeah, well, I can, motherfucker, because I just did. What do you think of that? Because my wife is like, she goes, did you see that one woman? She's checking out Jakey to see if he had chinky eyes. <laughs> so I was like, I didn't see her. God damn it. Because she's like, did you see some of those other babies? She goes, which one looked more Asian? She goes, the Jakey or some of the other ones? I'm like, I go, I think our son's probably, he definitely looks more white. He doesn't have the Asian features too much. So I was like, sorry, dear. I go, but, you know, it's that white supremacy thing. We just over, we just dominate. All the genes overpowered your Asian genes. <laughs> so anyway, hey, how about the Republicans trying to, uh, you know, get Mueller in the hot seat? Yeah, this is a good closer for the week because this is funny to me. Um, the whole okay, so this is uh, this is one reason why I like being on Twitter because all the craziness stems from Twitter. Um, so there's this guy. His name's Jacob Wool, and I've seen him on Twitter, like libs retweeting his shit or telling him to go fuck himself and stuff. He's like this 20-year-old kid, and he's a diehard right-wing Trump person. And I don't know what he did to get a following or anything, but him and this one dude, his name's Jack Berkman, who I've never heard of before. He's like a radio host. But I think he's like one of these radio hosts that's not like on real radio. Like he does like an online radio show. He's about as legit as we are, I think. (laughs) And uh, so these two idiots got together and I don't know all the details of it. And I don't even try and get into it because we're to the end of the show and my head's already hurting. (laughs) Fucking the zoo wore me out today, man. So, but evidently they were, I don't know if it's them but people who there's supposed to be an FBI investigation to figure this out were plotting to find women to pay off to come out and say, hey, Robert Mueller tried to touch my vagina just like Trump back in the day or some shit. And so they had some woman all lined up and everything, and they're talking about this big press conference, and they're going to drop all this information. 
And so they get in some like shitty Holiday Inn and I wherever. And <laughs> so they're supposed to have this girl who was like supposed to, dude, like I saw a picture of her. Um, cause she didn't show up for the thing. She chickened out because as soon as this information came out, people like he tweeted something the day before they had this press conference or a couple days before people automatically, cause there'd been rumors about it in the news that there was people out there trying to get women to come forward that they'd pay. And so there are already investigations and like legitimate mainstream news looking into this. So this dipshit comes out and it's like, hey, I have information and we're going to come out and say it. As soon as he did, all the people came out of the woodwork in the news and said, like, yeah, we weren't going to say anything about this because we didn't really have a lot of evidence on it and no one had brought it up. But these are rumors. But like, yeah, this is a case of these people trying to pay these women to come out against it. And we already know some of them and we know it's a bullshit thing. And then he automatically, the kid on Twitter, like he gets a little nervous and they start doing digging into him and like this consulting company or whatever the fuck it is. Um, it's called like surefire something or other. I'm sorry. I don't have all the facts. Um, was responsible, I guess for some of this and they did the tracing and like, it basically goes back to him and the thing where they found the information, like the phone number and stuff that was linked to this fucking consulting firm is like his mother's phone yeah, number. His mom's. <laughs> it's so fun. Dude, this is, and like I said, this is why I love Twitter. There were so many tweets toward him where it's all this fucking mom jokes. Like, you know, like, Hey mom, can you get off the line? I got to use it so I can, you know, it's, it's so great. And that dude took a thrashing and it's like, I hope they realize that they fucked up because Mueller has requested an FBI investigation into this. And if it links back to them and they have any part in actually doing this or contacting women, that dude is fucked. You're talking a major federal crime. And he's like 20. It's like, yeah, dipshit. Good job. Oh, I I hope to go. I'm like... Your fucking fingers crossed, like this son of a bitch goes down. It'll be hilarious. Yeah, it reminds me of, uh, like, you know, it happens every election cycle because there's so many people that go and uh, vote illegally. Um, and they're all liberals, too. There's you know, dumbass fucking Republicans that go trying to prove that you can, uh, you know, uh, vote twice or whatever, or do it illegally, and then they wind up getting arrested for voter fraud. Well, I don't know if you know this, but that's a real thing, Eric, because in the last presidential election, three million uh, people in California voted illegally for Hillary. False. No, Trump said it, and he's the president. So it must be true. You know, he had a, a voter fraud commission. You said that they no one was doing anything about this, the fraud stuff, but he had a commission on that. <laughs> I think they proved him right, too, if I remember correctly. Uh, no, I think uh, they took the study that was done whenever Bush was president and mm-hmm. said, hey, yeah, none of that's real. Hmm. No, maybe I'm mistaken. Maybe, um, I, maybe I listened to some fake news then. <laughs> but, but voter suppression is real. No. And that can be proven by facts. Well, like I said, hopefully it's not too real. Hopefully that enough goddamn people got off their ass and made sure that they're registered and went out yeah. and voted. So like I said, a few more nights we'll find out. So by the time we do the next show, um, I don't know. 
<laughs> it's either one of two ways. Either we're pretty much just like, fuck it, this is our last show because we're done as a country, or we'll be like, just hang in there, man. Two more years. We got the house. Just two more years. We can get it all back. <laughs> so it'll be one or the other. We'll either be fucking begging for fucking, you know, people just hang in there, or we'll just be like, fuck it. We'll be drunk and fuck it all. So I'll be uh, planning my move to fucking, like, Thailand or Laos. <laughs> so, because my wife's family have a bunch of land over there. Her dad and her mom both have homes in land, and they both said that we could build a house on their land and live over there. So, <laughs> I'll be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I mean, deuces, bitches. <laughs> well, I figure even as if he's destroying everything at the pace he is. I can, we can hang on for at least another 15, 20 years. So I know I could get my kids out of high school and we could get Jake probably. I'm hoping maybe we could get him through high school before shit gets too bad. So I'm just thinking, I'm like, man, if I could just make it to almost retirement age. Because the good thing is I'm older uh, than the rest of you fuckers. So I'm, I'm 45. So if I just get that 62, man, I don't care about the full Social Security. Just give me the – it won't be there anyway by then. I was but. about to say. <laughs> <laughs> just, just give me to about 60. Let me get Jake out of high school. And then fuck it, you know. I'll be like, if you kids want to come with this, come on. Otherwise, good luck. Send us postcards from hell, because we're gonna be, I want to be in Thailand with the lady boys, fucking hanging out. So that's my game plan. Anyway, I'm done. I'm just I gotta go rest, man. Like I said, I'm so I'm tense. I gotta fucking relax for the next few days, Eric. Get my shiners on ice. Get ready for it. <laughs> so, I'm br- All right. bracing, bracing for the worst. Hoping Good luck, America. Best. You're going to need it. Mm hmm. I uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Sure. Check out our uh, Canadian brethren at Podblocked. Definitely. And 742 Evergreen Terrace. Yep. Um, make sure to uh, dip your baby in your woman's vagina. Yep. Ba- yeah. Get that basting brush out. Yep. Uh, and go vote. Yes. If Adios. you didn't do it early, go do it now. Yup. <sighs> Alvita saying mofos. Peace. Peace.